Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Welcome on in. It is the Midday Show. Hugh Douglas, Joe Giglio, Kyle Quinn behind the glass. You guys with us. 215-592-9494 on a Monday it is Super Bowl week, and we're talking about meniscus Super flaps. Super Bowl week. It is. Good morning, Hugh. How you doing? Good morning, Joe. Good morning, Philadelphia. Make sure y'all get a good, healthy breakfast before y'all go to work. That's, it, all. That's all I got. Simple, but effective today. Yeah. I like that. No, all right, the Daily simple. Douglas there. All right, good morning, everyone. As we start a new week, yes, it is Super Bowl week, and we will talk about the game and, of course, the Eagles. As uh, it's a year ago, they were in this game, and, uh, and we were in Arizona getting ready for that game a year ago. A lot has changed. We'll get to all that, but here's what doesn't change. Joel Embiid is headed to surgery. He is going to have surgery on his knee. He hurt, hurt. Yeah, he's hurt, hurt, which is unfortunately the story of his career a lot of times. And this time, we're dealing with a meniscus flap. Every time Joel gets hurt over the years, I have to go and search what this means. It's like, you know, you know, you follow enough, you hear enough, you hear about typical injuries, right? ACL, MCL, meniscus. Mm-hmm. These You hear about these all the time. But then Joel a lot of times has these things where like, what is that? So now we're dealing with a meniscus flap, and we're not going to know, Hugh, until he goes under the knife for surgery. How, how severe it is. Yeah, it's basically a tear. It's just a matter of, is it a small tear, and then he'll be back in maybe six to eight weeks? Or is it a big tear, and, you know, quite frankly, it could end his season. I mean, it could be the end of his season if it is that. And, Hugh, as we start off the show today, here's where I'm at on Joel Embiid. He's a wonderful player. He has been an incredible guy on the court, and he's on the court. MVP caliber, won an MVP. We know all that. And a lot of these injuries are just unfortunate, right? They're out of his hands. They are what they are. But I'm at the point now after a decade, I, I, I don't believe anymore. I, used, I think we all believed and wanted to believe at some point when they drafted this guy, it could end in a championship. That was the whole point of the process. Hugh, I don't believe anymore. I don't believe the Sixers will ever win a title with Joel. Now, they may keep trying. And I'm not saying while he's here they shouldn't try, but I'm at the point now where I don't believe this thing ends in a championship. He's a great player. He has not been at his best. He has not been physically able to perform deep into the postseason. I just don't think he's the kind of guy, and this is the franchise that is going to win a title. I, I just I don't think this is going to happen, Hugh. I believe it still can happen. I, I I don't think like I think that when a lot of people feel like Joel Embiid is going to bring us a title, I think he's going to be a part of it. Now as he gets older and these injuries starting to mount, you know, it, it's starting to, you start to see the light at the end of the tunnel and you start to think, you know, 10 years in, going into his 11th season and having these type of injuries, they're going to catch up with him at some point. But what I do like about this is the growth of Tyrese Maxey. I, I said this last year, Joe, and I still stand behind this. I feel like if given the opportunity, 
that Tyrese Maxey could be a hell of a player. He's starting to emerge as that guy. Now, Joel Embiid is still the, one of the best players on the planet. I know that a lot of people might argue with that because of the situation that he's in right now, but he is. He was MVP last year. So I feel like with his presence out there on the court, they're a much better team. Now, his role might not be as, as uh, prevalent as it has been in the past, but I still believe that he will be a part of this this Sixers organization when they do win a title. Yeah, I, I'm a, I I wish I believed that, Hugh. I, I no longer do. 215-592-9494. So here, here's what I think. I, I think you have to have a top five-ish player mm-hmm. playing at his best and healthy to win titles. I mean, that's how you just go through every year, right? There's an outlier maybe once every 20 or 30 years, but it's the Jokic's, it's the Kawhi's, it's the LeBron's, it's the Curry's. And that guy's got to be Joel. I know you're high on Maxi. I don't view him in that. I don't think Maxi's the guy that leads a team to an NBA championship. I, I just now maybe he'll become that. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen that yet. I, I think that's a rare air. Now Joel's got that ability. Like Joel's that guy. He's supposed to be that guy. But it's like as I, I was get we get ready for the surgery. What are the two options we have on the table? Like best case, he's back in six to eight weeks. Yes. And we hope to get him ready for the playoffs, but he's probably not going to be really himself because he's coming off a of surgery and hasn't played in two months. Or he's out. And then it means we just go through an entire season, entire postseason without him. It just feels like we keep telling ourselves something's going to change. It's been and a it decade. It's been a decade. His body, I, I, I think two things. One, as a player, he has some flaws in big moments, and teams defend him differently. But as a physical athlete, I don't think his body can sustain the rigors to get you through it. Like Kobe, Kobe didn't have this. LeBron didn't have this. Yeah, they were different. Animals, Michael though. didn't have this. I just yeah. these these are who the champions are in the NBA. Champions don't have another injury every year. It's 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 very hard to win that way. And I just feel like this entire era has been based on well, eventually it'll work. I don't think it's going to work, everybody. I mean, I'm at the point now where I think this is – do we just appreciate him for what he is and say he was a great player and he scored a lot of points? I, I just – I've stopped expecting a championship. It's unfortunate. No question about that, and I know a lot of people are upset about it. But I think that when you have – I think Nick Nurse can figure out a way to maximize, maximize Joel Embiid's effectiveness and also give him the rest that he needs in order to be effective in the, in the playoffs. Now – with the trade deadline coming up this week, I what I think it's Thursday. Thursday. There's still like it it all depends on how severe this knee injury is. Now I was I'm thinking I'm not a doctor, but I play one on TV. Six to eight weeks. That's about the sweet spot that we were talking about to have him out for the season anyway. So I feel like this. We go out and get another player to go along with them and let's make a push. Let's let Maxi grow and then, you know, see what happens this year. Not ready to not ready to throw in the towel this year. Yeah. Really not ready to throw in the towel. I know you're not. A lot of people weren't. We talked about it last week. 215-592-9494. When I think of NBA superstars, it's like quarterbacks and superstars in the NBA. They're very similar, the way we think about them. Mm-hmm. Every other position clutch, in sports. Clutch players. Yeah, and, and I think every other position in sports is just so much more dependent on who's around you. You just, you know, I, I don't say this about a baseball pitcher because one guy can only do so much in that sport. But when I think about basketball stars and I think about quarterbacks, I think, are you a hoist the trophy guy? I don't believe Joel Embiid's a hoist the trophy player. I, I believe he's a really great player. He scores a lot of points. He's been a wonderful draft pick considering we didn't even know what he'd give us, and he yeah. gave them a lot. But hoist the trophy players are great in the big moments, and unfortunately Joel Embiid has not been great in big moments. And they stay on the court. LeBron James, hoist the trophy guy. Michael Jordan, hoist the trophy guy. Steph Curry. But these guys don't get hurt all the time, or at least they didn't in their prime. Maybe when they're old and whatever, like Curry and LeBron now, it's different. But not when they were in their prime. This is supposed to be Joel Embiid's prime. And unfortunately, 
Like we're talking ourselves into surgery because that might be the best thing. Think about that for a second. We're talking ourselves and this could be good. He's got a knee that's so bad in the middle of a season where he's the MVP. They're sending him to the surgery table this week. That's not great. 215-592-9494. Do you still believe the Sixers could win a championship with Joel Embiid? I, I no longer do. Let's hear from Woj here the latest on this procedure and what the Sixers are hoping for. Uh, he's going to have that procedure in the next few days. And after that, they'll have a better idea of exactly how long he's going to be out. It's tricky when you've had multiple surgeries. You are seven foot and 280 pounds, 85, whatever Joel is. It's not necessarily easy to know going in what exactly they're going to find, see what the recovery is exactly going to be. So they're holding off. But I was told that the door is certainly not closed on Embiid being back this season. If you look at meniscus surgeries, you can see him anywhere from four weeks on the short end. That might be somebody maybe having their first to eight weeks, four to six, six to eight. That's sort of the general vicinity, Bobby. And so we'll see with Embiid, you know, eight weeks still gets him back before the end of the regular season. Eight weeks, That the way he framed that, the door is not closed and I'm coming back. That didn't exactly make me feel great because that means the door's closing, right? It's like not fully closed, but it's not wide open either. And also eight weeks gives him very little ramp-up time to the postseason. I'm bummed out. I mean, Joel Embiid, this is obviously worse than we thought it would be because if it was not that bad, they wouldn't do surgery. 215 yeah, he a little bit too. 94, he did hedge. When he was talking about, you know, a guy of this size and being a little I bit know. older, he was like, yeah. I mean, that there is. And it's not his first surgery. Yeah, it's not knee. his first rodeo. So, yeah, they're being real optimistic, but at the same time, they're letting you know that, you know, it might not it might not be that great when they go in there and look at it. Yeah, I, I'm yeah. at the point now where I don't believe the Sixers are ever going to win a title with this guy. It's a shame, and, and I understand a lot of people pin their hopes that he'd be the guy, and he's been a good Sixer. And, and Spike said it last week, his peak has been as good as anyone that's ever won the shooter from that we've ever seen. But there's a difference between a great player and a championship player, and unfortunately, I don't think he's built for it. Kyle, what are you feeling this morning as we uh, wait Joel Embiid's latest surgery. So you're, you're tickling me a little bit today, Joe. With the, right. Like I no longer believe I I I, I don't believe anymore. What 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 changed? Joel Embiid is an injury prone player. Did it, did this shock you that like Joel Embiid is injured and needs surgery? This is not new information that Joel Embiid's hurt and he's going to be out for an extended period of time. I actually looked at this weekend and the news of him getting surgery as a positive development for the Sixers. We scream about. Growth, grow up. You know, where's the adult in the room? Why is he you know, cracking under pressure of, of social media and, and pushing for the MVP? This is him growing up. He just shut it down for the season so that he could potentially be fully healthy for the postseason. Think about that. We might actually have a fully healthy Joel Embiid for this postseason this year. So I, I don't understand why everybody's giving up. This was a positive development. For the Sixers, they can add pieces at this trade deadline. Give Joel Embiid, you know, if it's eight weeks, that that seems like what they're saying is is the long uh, point of that timetable. Like, what if he has a little bit of a runway for Joel Embiid to get conditioned, head into the playoffs, they surround Tyrese Maxey and Treadwater with a few pieces at the trade deadline. I'm not even giving up hope for this season, let alone the, the, the entirety of Joel Embiid's career. Some guys don't win championships until they're over like over 30 or I mean you see guys it takes a long time for them to actually do it. So I don't think the fact that Joel Embiid's getting surgery right now is like oh the season's over. I think this is actually the best case scenario given the injury, given the news that we had for for a, a chance at a Sixers run this year. I'm not even giving up on this year, Joe. You still believe? He's, you still guys believe still believe you. Everyone's Come on, a man. believer. Everyone's a believer in here. Gotta believe, man. Well, Pay too much money for these tickets. 
when do we face reality? Does anyone want to do that? Or are we just going to no, just not? Nah. No, no one's faced reality? No. Ten years in, you can't stay healthy, can't stay, no. can well, play a full season, can't go through the playoffs. I think we are facing it is reality. Depressing. All right, so, so two things. Though. So two things. I, <laughs> I appreciate Kyle's perspective. I actually do because he saw it a totally different way than I did. He saw it as he's maturing. He chose the surgery to get back for the playoffs. He might be right. You guys might be right. You know how I viewed it? You brew it. Like, he hurt again. Well, they, oh, here doc- we go. No, the doctor told him you have to have surgery. I don't, I don't think he chose to go under the knife for the good of the team. I think he was told we got we to gotta operate here. Like, it, and hopefully we'll find a lesser tear and we could get you back as soon as possible. But I, I think he, he had no choice. That surgery was the diagnosis for multiple doctors, and he, he had no choice but to go with it. 215-592-9494. It's how you hop board. Do you still believe the Sixers could win a championship with Joel Embiid? I no longer do. And, and Kyle, you're right. I mean, there are some players that do it. Dirk Davitsky comes to mind. It took him a while. And he broke through in year number 12 or 13, whatever it was for him when he beat the Heat. It can happen. I, I just, I'm, run, I'm running out of belief that it's going to happen for Joel Embiid. And it's going to happen for the Sixers. I, this has been a decade of waiting for Joel Embiid to be something he's not. And I think we're, we're painting a picture here. It's like, guys, how many more playoff runs we have to go into where he's either hobbled needs surgery or is coming now maybe off of surgery i, I don't see it happening 215-592-9494 do you still believe because at what point everyone in this city believed they could win with this guy we, yeah. like, whether we told ourselves or you watched him play for the first time or you watched him develop and it's like wow this is rare you know he, the process the whole process yeah he, well that's a big part of it right yeah, he was yeah. the symbol of yeah, it yeah he was the process and now his it like the reality of the reality is this: his body is starting to fail him, and he's still a good player. Let me let me say that for him. he's still a good player, but you are concerned about the fact that it feels like every year he's dealing with a knee issue. But I think the bright side of this is that we have a competent coach that can you know, know learn his player and start to to spot play him, if you will. I don't think like his MVP. I think that was his uh. His, his shining moment as far as trying to get that again. I think that moving forward with Joel Embiid, you're probably going to have to uh, be real strategic in how you rest him throughout the course of the year. But I like the fact that Max is growing as a player. And if we go out and get a, some, more, some more guys around him, some more supporting cast members, I still believe that he can be a, big, a, a huge catalyst to help us win a, a championship here. So the other, there's one other part to this. Then right to your phone calls, 215-592-9494. If Joel Embiid was a great playoff player, I think, Hugh, I, I, could, I could see your side of it more. I could see, like, all right, just yeah, get, he's, he's come up short in the playoffs. Yeah, like, question. get him healthy, and that's all you got to do. It's, but that's not it with Joel. He's been a worse playoff player. So uh, even that, even full health, I don't even know what I'm getting in the playoffs because he hasn't played as well in the postseason. It's, what we have right now is, is a bummer, and we have, what we ha- we have a, a guy that is a great player, but I don't believe it's ever going to end at a championship here, and it, it just – it hurts because you don't get players like this very often. Uh, he has been banged up in postseasons, though, which could contribute to why he hasn't performed as well. I'm sure now, it does. If we get him fully healthy this postseason, who knows? Maybe we see a different version of Joel. We could. Are you? I'm not. I'm done. I'm done banking on it. I, I, like you guys live in in pie in the sky. Let's hope for the best. Yes. It has okay been a decade. Why? I uh, guys, I I. I I, w- I wish I shared that. Maybe by the end of the show, I'll have that optimism. 215-592-9494. Do you still believe the Sixers can win a title with Joel Embiid? I do not. I, I think the era is is effectively over. We just have not acknowledged it yet as a city. Will in the Northeast. What's up, Will? Will. 
Hey, gentlemen, how y'all doing this morning? Hey, Will. This morning, Will. Uh, let me just say, man, it's one team that's always winning, and that's ninety-four point one, baby. I love you guys, man. You know, y'all, 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 y'all help a lot of people, man. Get get a little bit of stuff off their chest. Appreciate you listening, bro. Well, Will, we appreciate you being part of it, man. What do you think? What do you want to get off your chest today? Oh man, look, with Embiid, you know, I'm 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 gonna rock it out with him because it's like if he really rehab and you know do it the right way, and hopefully he could come back and at least. 80%. You know, he, we still may have a shot, but like I said last week, man, if these guys continue to play together like they're playing, man, we, we still may have a shot without them, man. And, and it would be a good thing if we can accomplish that because, you know, then we could have more leaders on the team. You know what I mean? Um, another thing with Jalen, um, uh, I, just, I just, you know, hope everything go right for the whole entire team, man. And I just hope they keep the, the, the proper players that they need to keep, you know, because, like I said, we don't want to keep breaking these teams up and breaking them up and keep bringing in new players. And then how are we going to ever build a dynasty or how are we ever going to get a winning uh, season, like two or three seasons, if we can't keep some of the same good players? You know what I mean? Yeah, continuity, Will, does matter. I mean, it, it does. You see that you, know, you watch the team like the Niners, a lot of the same players, that core they've had for a long time. It does matter when you have good young players. You want to keep it together. Right, and you know, um, hopefully uh, one day, man, y'all can have a contest, so maybe I can meet you guys. Man, I met Joe, John, and um, James, you know, with a contest, but you know, I love to, to meet you guys. Uh, well, we're gonna make that happen. Yeah, so it's actually we're gonna have a as a show. We're gonna meet and plan some things for the spring. And yeah, we we went to a Phillies game last year. We'll definitely do something like that again, Will. So we'll let you know what we're gonna do. All right. All right, cool, man. Thank you so much. There have a good one. Well, we appreciate it. Yeah, so the idea there of, of maybe that this is a blessing in disguise, and you kind of said that, Hugh, the blessing in disguise of the timing of the injury. Yeah. It gives guys. But do we think they're going to stay afloat without him the rest of the season? Yeah, that's 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 the question. They're 4-10 and and ten now this season without him. Yeah, and that's the question. I think that Coach Nurse is going to have to do some creative coaching. I think that you're probably going to have to go out. This is the thing. You're going to probably have to go out and get a rental player or somebody that, that you can get under contract. I'm still thinking just not to Murray because I know he still has some years on his contract mm-hmm. from, the, from the Hawks. There's not a, there's slim pickings out there right now as far as what you can trade for. There, there is. And then a there's a the, lot of slim pickings. Yeah, there is not much. And then you wonder, does Darryl Moore like, – when they go do the surgery tomorrow, it, let's, if they find out it's, it's on the worse end, are they even going to try? I think you should. I, you at least owe it to the guys that are playing to try. I think you do need to do that. Now, at the expense of the future, though, is well, this, this that, year is dead without him. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Now, what does that look like? Do you go out and do you get an expiring contract, or do you get somebody that that you have a little bit more control over? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, that that's the issue, right? There. I know if I'm Daryl Morey, I, I'm not trading anything significant for anyone. I mean, my best player is having surgery on his knee. I mean, tomorrow or this week, whenever it is, I can't trade anything of, of big significance. Let's talk to uh, Charles in Upper Darby. What's up, Charles? Charles. Hey, how y'all feeling? Hey, Charles. What's up, buddy? Not much. I, I'm just sitting here and I'm listening, and, and it's like I, I'm kind of getting frustrated because everybody's saying, you know, Joel Embiid's injury-prone, and but most of his injuries are caused by other people. I mean, he was beat up in the playoffs by the Nets, and they pretty much beat him up that bad, and he got injured. <laughs> The guy falls on his leg. He gets his eye 
broke by, you know, Fultz's shoulder. It's a lot of other things that went into him getting injured. So, But Charles, I, 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 I got you, but he's physically not built to withstand this stuff. Like every player that plays a long time in the NBA has elbows and knees and they fall down awkward. Some guys keep getting up. He, his body doesn't withstand it. But how many people can get injured? How many people have, all right, if someone falls on your leg, a heavy person falls on your leg, how many people can just get up from that and, and just walk it off? I mean, there's, I mean, you're getting hit by other professional athletes. Who they're strong people, so their blow is a norm isn't normal from a normal person. I uh, totally. So, I mean, <clears throat> Charles. To be honest, I I wouldn't get up from one hit. I mean, I'd be on the ground for for days. But my point is, it's unfortunate, and I, I understand your point. But Michael got knocked down. LeBron gets got knocked. He still gets knocked down. Kobe, like certain guys, are durable, and they just are able to withstand. And he can. It's it's just it's unfortunate. I, I just think it's the reality of his body. He doesn't. He doesn't last. Like, he just can't get through full seasons. Jokic is a big dude. He doesn't get hurt. But Jokic doesn't play like Embiid plays. Wow. But that's But that's he's, part. He's, he's sure. Wait, hey, Charles, AI, AI went among the trees, and he was durable. And he was always injured. Wow. No, but he played. I mean, AI used to play. He didn't play every. I mean, I grew up. Oh, Charles, I think you're forgetting. AI, he led the league in minutes every year. Yeah, AI was known for being a little durable, a little tough. He was always banged up, but he did play hard, though. But it wasn't. His injuries wasn't as extreme to, you know, getting hit in, in the eye with the shoulder. Like, I don't think he would have came out with a broken eye socket. I mean. Well, no, I mean, he may I, be I'm, not. And Charles, I, I get it. And some of this has been unfortunate. Charles, a good phone call. But I think we just excuse. tell ourselves that because we feel bad. I mean, it, it's it, it, Charles, I know what you're trying to do. But, but the bottom line is this. Can't make excuses for it. It is, what, it is what it is. I mean, it's unfortunate that he gets hurt the way that he gets hurt. But there is a pattern here. And sometimes some guys just have trouble staying healthy. Hell of a player. Like, I'm not taking away anything that Joel Embiid has accomplished. It's just unfortunate that he is the type of guy, probably not built for the NBA season. Like He's not. That. And you have to cut him back. That, that, that's kind of where I'm at with it. I, I, I am not on the, on the train of trading him. I don't want to trade him. I think that we can win a championship with him. You just have to be smart about the way that you play this guy. Yeah, and Hugh, I, I, I think that idea is probably the best one. You know, use him differently, play, start later in the season, all that kind of stuff. But I still don't know if I'm getting a great, great, great greatness in the postseason when he's there anyway. 215-592-9494. Jump in now as we discuss Joel Embiid headed for surgery here. Do you still believe the Sixers can win a title with Joel? I no longer do. I, I it's, it's a tough realization, but I no longer believe this thing ends with a championship. Hugh believes they can. We'll get to your phone calls here. And the trade deadline is Thursday. Woj and Bobby Mark speculated on what the Sixers might do. We'll play some of the audio next. Plus, the pro football doc with John Clark. When does he expect to see Joel Embiid? Is it this season? That's next. Your phone calls. Midday shows. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. 
Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. And that's why we're looking at essentially the end of the regular season with the possibility of return if things go in their favor for the postseason. But I don't know that I'd go so far as to say likelihood. And uh, discretion is often a better part of valor. You don't want to rush the big fella back for long-term detriment. And I'm sure the Sixers and Embiid will make the right decisions. But right now, it would be fantastic news if he could have this scope and return for the playoffs. But I don't know that I would count on it at this point in time. Pretty strong stuff there. Welcome back to the Midday Show. Pro Football Doc with John Clark saying he wouldn't count on Joel Embiid's return this season. We don't know what's going to happen when the surgery is done, but the the more I mean, first you have Adrian Wojnarowski writing and saying that it's it's the door is still open on his return this year. Pro Football Doc just you know he is not his his actual doctor. He's just speculating on the type of injury, saying maybe I mean basically saying maybe he'll be back for the playoffs here. I think we're either getting Joel Embiid out of shape and trying to ramp back up in the playoffs, or we're getting no Joel Embiid for the playoffs. I'm at the point, guys, where I've given up. I, I don't believe this thing ends in a championship. I don't know where they go next, if they look to move him, if they keep trying. I I just have accepted the, the fate of, of this entire thing, that Joel Embiid's a great player, but Hugh, it's just very hard for me to picture him hoisting a trophy here. That's I, I can't get that out of my head. I, I can't know, picture it. I know it's hard because you feel like he's going to be the focal point. I still think it's possible. I really, really do. I think that you know a big man of his caliber, of his, his ilk, you're going to need that. It's just that the players around him are going to have to probably uplift him and take a lot of pressure off of him. So, th- I, and I think that's the other reason you and I disagree on this. I can't ever see Tyrese Maxey being the best player on a championship team. I like him, but that's a very high bar. I didn't say best. Well, who's the best player? Well, Joel Embiid, to me, is still has to be the best player, but he has to have a better supporting cast. Yeah. And I think Tyrese Maxey is trending in that right direction. Now, you know, I know you don't have a big affinity for crumble cookie, but I think if you, you know, with, with, and I'm talking about Tobias Harris, the only reason I'm calling him that, folks, is because he compared himself to a crumble cookie, and I just thought it was funny, just to give you a little background about that. I think that this trade deadline, this week, you could go out and you can get somebody that's going to help out. But it all depends on Joel Embiid's health and how quickly we can get him back and get him Yeah, and then is it worth it? I mean, Tobias yeah. Harris is a free agent after the year. A lot of players in this team are a free agent. Are they going to go in and try when Joel's about to have surgery and it's a maybe that he comes back this year? I think I, I don't know. I think with the meniscus, because it's like it, it's that it's that on top of the where the bones, two bones meeting is. It all depends on how bad that yeah. is, severe that is. He, you could probably get him back for this season. You could probably get him yeah. back and he'd be ready to go. But it doesn't sound like anyone thinks that's a sure thing. Well, they're hedging their bets. Yeah, like you know what I mean when mm. when they're talking. But all doctors do that. Like that's their job because they, do. they don't want to. They definitely don't want to give you a, a timeline, and then for whatever reason something happens and you're off of that timeline. That's why they keep it from like they say well, it's probably going to be like six to eight weeks. Yeah, I I just I would I just feel like there's there'd be a line in there. The it's, expectation, it's him. the hope. It's because it's it's Joel and B. That's know. why that's why you feel like that because it's him and you've been down this road before, and and mentally you're you're preparing yourself. 
for the disappointment. Yeah, I think there's a better than decent chance we don't see him again this season. I really do. I mean, I, I hope we do. I hope he's healthy enough to play, you know, whenever he's ready. I just think there's a chance we don't see him again. So that wipes out this year. And then we go into 2024, 25. I, I've reached the point of resignation on the Embiid era. I do not believe it ends in a championship. How about you? 215-592-9494. Do you still believe the Sixers can win a title with Joel Embiid? Hugh does. I, I don't. I, I've, I've come to that realization. We're just, this guy, it's not going to happen here. In Philadelphia. All right. We're going to get to uh, some of what's being said about possible trades. Bobby Marks, Adrian Moseresk. We'll get to that in just a couple minutes. Sean is up next on WIP. Hey, Sean. Hey, how you guys doing? Good, Sean. What's up, buddy? Good, man. I personally do not feel as if we're going to win a championship with Joel Embiid. How come? Uh, you know, what's the big difference between him and a guy like Shaquille O'Neal? He's always hurt. The physicality, the toughness. I mean, Joel Embiid's got hands, he's got feet, he can shoot, he can dribble, <laughs> he can move, just the same way Shaq could, maybe even better. Yeah, in a lot of ways, but I think he's more skilled. Yeah, Sean, he's even yeah, more but, skilled. But Shaq, Shaq had that, that dog in yep. it, though. That dog, and he's missing the dog, the Jimmy Butler dog. If we had Jimmy Butler, we'd have a ring. The Allen Iverson dog. Iverson just didn't have anybody underneath. You don't have the dog, he's missing the dog. You said it right, and that's why you was a professional athlete. He knows the dog well. And the other thing, Sean, to separate the two of them, Shaq was better in the playoffs for his career. He had better numbers in the playoffs than he did the regular season. Joel's been the opposite, Sean. I mean, he, he doesn't play as well in the playoffs as he does during the regular season. Shaq stepped his game up when it all mattered the most. We haven't seen that out of Joel. Agreed. I mean, I, you know, I, I like the player. I like the person, you know, and that's great, but – I would be pretty surprised if we won one with him. I really would be. Yeah, I would too. Sean, we appreciate it. I'd actually be shocked if the Sixers won a title with Joel Embiid. Just all things when you add it together. His health, the players around him, Daryl Morey. I mean, the next time Daryl Morey builds a championship team will be the first Beautiful. team. I, I'm just, I'd be shocked. I, I hope one day I'm sitting here saying, I can't believe that they, they did this. I mean, they've never got out of the second round. He's hurt again. I mean, what on this team screams to you championship? Nurse. Nurse won yeah, the title. Nurse him, is a championship coach. And his ability, I feel his ability to get the best out of the players that he has. I think he does too. Though that being said, you can only do so much in basketball. If you don't have the yeah, players. Yeah, you got to have the personnel. But, but man, I just look. like, and, and here's where I might be buying a little bit. I just look at that Raptor squad and Kawhi Leonard being on that. But Kawhi is amazing. And, and, but he was, he was banged up but a little bit. But not in the playoffs. Yeah, but he was banged up. Yeah. So now we're hoping, like I, I feel like Coach Nurse being here, that those some of those miscues that we had in the playoffs won't be that big a factor, and he's gonna learn how to. That's why I feel like it's important to have Joel Embiid out there this year, so he can learn his star player and learn where to spot rest him in certain parts of the game or strategically play him in certain areas. So, yeah, that's why I want him to be able to play. Well, the other part of that, too, Hugh, is, is Joel has to go along with it. I mean, we, the, we, the last couple of weeks we were wondering, who, why is he playing? Why did he even play in that game against the Warriors? Peer pressure. Peer pressure. Well, you know, that's not a championship player. Peer pressure. He's a grown man. If he's worried about what people are saying about him, that's not how championships are won. Jeff's in Wilmington. What's up, Jeff? You know, what's up, guys? Hey, Jeff. Do I think they can win with them? The problem with the, with the NBA structure is that once you get in the middle, it's hard to get out of the middle. Meaning, you know how you if you're a lottery team, that's great. You get a, you get a shot at a you know a top player. Mm -hmm. When you're stuck in that middle area, um, it, it's pretty difficult to get you know to go either way, really, unless you just completely tank. And we don't want to tank again. We've already done that. 
So it's almost like a purgatory, Jeff. They're like in yeah, this. It is. Yeah, it they is. are. They're in a set. And the the weird part is, before you make you finish your point, that's how we started this, right? Because they were yeah. in a like a seventh or eight seed purgatory. Now they're you know they're better than that, but they're still in yeah. that second round you know kind of purgatory. And we have a little bit more to play uh, to to uh, bargain with uh, once we got rid of um, Harden, but. You know, I, I I guess my question to you is, what's your end game? What, what would you like if if we don't have if we get rid of Joel, then what? I, I say like Kyle says, we've known he's injury prone. He's done it. He was injury prone when he got drafted, or he was injured when he got drafted. We know what he is. It's, it's their job to get a couple extra pieces around them um, because I don't want to get rid of him. And then what? Then we're really be- we're really in a tough spot. Yeah, they would be, Jeff. There's no question. I mean, so here's here's what I hope doesn't happen. I mean, I, I look. None of us want to move on and just say because he, no. he's a great player. But yeah, they they have to figure this out sooner than later because they have one of two options: keep riding it out, right? Cross their fingers, hope, do the best they can around him, or move him at some point soonish. Because the worst thing I think they could do, Jeff, is run it, play it out. It doesn't work, and then when he's older. You're not going to really get anything for him anyway, and then it's like, then how do you fix this thing? It's they're right. reaching a, like a crossroads of the Embiid era right now. Yeah, they, they have to. They cannot stand Pat. I mean, when Billy King was the uh, GM back when Iverson played and whatnot, they made moves all the time. Yep, like they were constantly yeah. trying, and good or bad, but you know, they did something. They at least tried to do something. We can't. They can't just stand Pat. That's true, and we got till Thursday for the trade deal. All right. So speaking of standing Pat, let's hear from. Couple insiders, Bobby Marks, Adrian Wojnarowski, on what could happen here. So Thursday is the trade deadline. My guess is that Daryl Morey is going to wait until after the surgery because the surgery is going to yet. Yeah, the surgery is going to tell him is he gone for the full season or is it okay? It wasn't that bad. We cleaned it up, we fixed it, and you know whatever, six to eight weeks, we try to get him back on the court. All right, let's um, let's hear from Bobby Marks first. What he thinks the Sixers should do here by Thursday afternoon. You know where Philadelphia is certainly with. You know, 12 players on expiring contracts and the opportunity to have a lot of cap flexibility this offseason and tradable draft picks, three now that increase to five come um, come July 1st. You know, you weren't going to see Philadelphia kind of rush out there to go out and make a, a swing for the fence type trade, um, especially now. And I'm not saying Philadelphia is going to punt on the trade deadline here, but the one thing you don't want to do is go out and 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 go out and get multiple players here without Embiid on the court because then how do you, how do they fit in long-term? Now, that's not to say guys who are on short-term contracts that give flexibility, still gives them flexibility here, um, but Philadelphia is in a, a lot different situation than they were a month ago when you know we probably could pencil them in as a top three seed in the, in the Eastern Conference. Well, that's for sure. They're, what, the five seed right now? And they're four and ten without Embiid? So if they're going to keep this afloat, Hugh, they need real help now. Yeah, and they need to be real creative how they do it because you don't want to be strapped for cash or, or whatever because you still want to have the flexibility to be able to go out, say, at the end of the season and probably get one of these marquee players that are going to be a part of free agency. Yeah, that's been their hope. I mean, that's why they saved the captain for this offseason. Let's hear from Woj and, and the idea of what he thinks might be the thinking of the Sixers here. He is not afraid to call you and ask you about your best player and if you're interested in trading him or your second best player. And um, But they have picks. They have cap space. I don't know that, again, this is the case all across the league. This is not a trade deadline where there are several really impactful guys available. You can call and ask, and sometimes you can pry a guy out who isn't necessarily available and and get somebody interested in an offer, but you don't have a bunch of really good players being shopped. And Philly 
I think with the emergence of Maxi was able to I think sell Joel Embiid on hey we've got a very good team this year we could maybe be a great team next year if we can find somebody this at the draft and free agency in a tra- whether it's a trade or somebody who becomes a free agent but that's really for another day we'll see I think Philly will run out all those ground balls this week Daryl Morey always does but you're right it's trickier with him out that makes me wonder if they're all going to be okay punting this thing to next year. The way he said he, they sold Joel on probably the next year's better than this year, yeah. Maxi's development. Makes me wonder if if this surgery, maybe that's why they had the surgery. Like, let's focus on the future here rather than just this year. Yeah, but I think that Tyrese Maxi is the future. That's what makes this uh, this situation so, situation so intriguing is because you don't want to punt. I feel like Tyrese Maxey has played well enough to see where this could potentially go if you added somebody. Now, the guy that I've been pushing for is uh, Zach Levine, but we know he hurt now. So the, the next guy is another guy I was talking about was Tyrese. Uh, excuse me, not Tyrese Maxey. Uh, DeJounta Murray. DeJounta Murray is a guy who's under contract, and he's somebody that could be here potentially for a few years. So maybe if you go that route, then you have somebody, him, the backcourt with him and Murray, uh, uh, Tyrese and Murray, I should say. And, you know, hopefully next year when you get Joel, Joel and be healthy, you take a lot of that pressure off him and just have him play low. Yeah, look, Murray's a pretty good player, and I, I don't think his contract's awful. Like, the Levine contract is like, I want to throw yeah, up when I like see that. Yeah, he got like 50 yams. Yeah, this one's, I mean, Murray's about 25, 27. It goes up to 31 his last year. It's not terrible, but it would – it would certainly change what else you could get, right? It would take up a, a chunk of the cap. 215-592-9494. We got another update coming here on Joel, what what some of the insiders are saying. Let's grab Kent in Norristown. Good morning, Kent. How's my favorite NBA haters this morning? Kent, I'm, I'm just trying to you know deal with reality here. How are you doing? Uh, and I, I've, I've learned it's not haters. It's one hater. It's just you, Joe. I've come to realize. I've realized you were bringing you into this this fuse of your hateness over in B, and I, I, it's just you. You just hate on B for no apparent reason. So this is the greatest fixer of all time. Oh, stop, Kent. Kent. But yeah, this, this, he is. The, he's going to be when it's all said and done. Joel B will be the greatest fixer of all time, and we know this already. Kent, do, do you like? Do you realize how insulting that is to Allen Iverson to say that? It's insulting. <laughs> I love Boba Chuck. No, he it's, it's, right it's now, insulting. It, it, this guy hasn't got out of the se- second round. He, and he, until he does that, he, he's not Iverson. He, it just, it's the, that's the truth. Or the next up Iverson. Did Iverson ever have his number two his whole career? Did Iverson what? Did he ever have his number two guy? Did Iverson ever have his, his Kobe and Shaq? He's number two guy. His, no, I mean, I, 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 no, obviously not. He, he dragged a, a bunch of you know guys bunch to the of finals. Crumble cookies. He yeah. dragged a bunch of crumble cookies. <laughs> but, that, but that's why I, I have respect for him, Kent. I mean, like, I, I, what do you want me to say about AI? He was great. He was a different animal, too. AI yeah. was a different animal, man. And B is a different animal, too. This is something we've never seen before. Wait a minute. Wait, a, wait a minute. Hold up, Ken. I, Ken, I'm going to let you speak. Yeah. But what, what, what animal, what spirit animal is in B? What do you compare Embiid to? What is his spirit animal? Because when I think when I think of Bubba Chuck, I think of like a killer, like a lion or something yeah. like that. So what is Embiid's spirit it, animal? 
Embiid is a beast too. You, he just have it. Just hasn't been able to take over to the playoffs because of the. We're going ahead. He's been I, I, injury we prone. Ten, We've we understand ten, that. Dog, can't be ten years and in. And he dog. still hasn't had. And he still hasn't <laughs> had his number two yet, guys. No, uh, I'm just saying. I'm riding has, with you, kid. But when you talk about being a beast, dog, I, and you still ain't answering my question. You just said beast. What is his spirit? Beast. That's a, a beast. <laughs> <laughs> Ken, oh, to go back to, to go back to the AI thing, James Harden <laughs> yeah. is better than any player, any player they put Allen Iverson next to here. Yeah. Uh-huh. James Harden. Well, James Harden is that guy. We see what he is in the playoffs. Well, hold on, he had two, hold, on, hold, on, hold on, hold on. He had two 40-point yeah. games. They don't get to game seven last year without Harden against the Celtics. They don't even get there. We're not saying, we're not saying that. Game six and five. We should have won last season. I, I, we, we all know that. We were all right, Ken, away. instead of us going back and forth on nonsense, you still believe no, no, they're no, going to I'm saying, I'm uh, saying you're right. We should have. Do yeah, you okay, be, do you you believe they can still win a title with Embiid? I do believe they can win a title with Embiid. Why? And we're, he's, finally, he's finally getting his number two in Tyrese Maxey. He has developed into the number two. This is actually a good thing that Embiid is going to sit down, let, oh let Maxey run the squad, and get this thing together. We, That's what I'm hoping for. We're on the same page when you're talking about that, Ken. Man, we are coping today. We're on the same page, Hugh. I cannot believe this. We are coping today. He's going under the knife in a day, and we're like, yeah, you know what? This is awesome. No, it's not. not. This is not good. Knee surgeries aren't great things. That's the last-ditch resort. Joe, today's health and the medicine they got going on today, that man will be back up and running in two months, and we're going to make a push for the playoffs. And my guy, Embiid, is going to raise that trophy this season. This season? This season? This season, yes. The Embiid will be back. And he will, him and Max, he will raise that trophy this season. Get ready, Joe. I can I you know what I I hope you're right man I, I I'm not gonna fight that like I, that'd be awesome I mean I think there's no ch- chance it's happening but yeah that's, yeah, that's that, a lot of course it's a lot I mean we still have to figure out what's actually going on with Joel Embiid's knee also what seed are they gonna be in the postseason guys who cares who cares oh, so they're gonna go from the play in to win the whole thing Why not you were just talking about LeBron LeBron the play in team go all the way to the Western Conference Finals it happens man <laughs> wait, 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 that's wait, LeBron what, what was that voice you just <laughs> did. <laughs> That's, I guess that's it's thirty-eight-year-old cooked LeBron, Joe. <laughs> okay, you let me know the next time Joel plays as well as thirty-eight-year-old cooked LeBron played in the playoffs last year. I'm waiting for yeah, it. LeBron, LeBron was out there serving them young. This fellas, team's four and ten guys. this year without Joel. You guys are signing up. He's going to miss the next eight weeks. They're going to be in the play-in. Yes. So what? But so, when Joel's they're back, in. they're a different team. Oh, Chip so, in the chair, hold, man. Hold on. They're gonna so Joel, without having played in two months, is gonna ramp it up for those two games in the play in to get in. Well, what if he has two, three weeks before the know, playoffs? Yeah, that's it, possible. I know it sounds crazy. It, it does. The, the, the more you say it, the more I'm like, eh, he might have a point. But I'm not going with. I, I I feel like this is his year. I feel like when I say this year, wait a minute, let me let me let me clarify that because I don't want anybody. <laughs> like, like now, nah, come on, you say no, it with your chest, no, bro. I this is the year. year. I think that. We're, this is the learning year. We're going to get in the playoffs, and I think we get past second round. The, now, win it all, ah, it might be a little bit. The hard. learning year? He's in yeah. his 10th year We have Nick Nurse. I feel like Nick Nurse is going to put this thing together where, you know, Joel B is going to come in the playoffs. He's not going to be the guy that we need to do all these different things because Max is going to be the, 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 the focal point. Of this offense, he's going to score like 40 and 50 points a game. In the, well, hold, hold on, in the 40 play- to 50. Uh, I got it <laughs> per game in the playoffs. In the yeah, playoffs, he's going to be that dude, man. I feel like Tyrese Maxey and Crumble Cookie, they're going to come up big. And whoever else we get, Hugh, I got to talk. I to feel you like time. it's the, the Johnson Murray. I, I just got to oh, hold something. on. Yeah, we might have to sit Hugh, you down. Tobias here. Harris stinks, man. He does not stink. He's had his moments. Oh come on, he's had his moments. 
Oh my fun. gosh, it's awful. <laughs> I was I would was train that? him tomorrow <laughs> no. for a bag of balls. <laughs> no. he, Who was that in the stat line last year? Did, was it him and uh the dude with all the shoes that used to be here? The the the, uh, the enforcer. Oh, I can't think of his name. PJ He's Tucker, in, man. PJ. Come on. Oh, yeah. They stat line. They they were like they had zero points. <laughs> if you guys are telling me we're gonna we're gonna do something here because think, of Tobias we Harris, better, we have a much better coach. That's wonderful. And Tobias Harris no. is still just a guy making no, a lot I, of money. I just remember oh, it was a stat God. line where they, they was like played for like 30 minutes, zero points. There's somebody, somebody was like zero points in 30 minutes is just crazy to me. <laughs> that, that was too Man. All right, 215-592-949. A lot going on the show today. We will get to some Eagles stuff here, including Jalen Hurts and and – Bob Nightingale is going to join us at noon today. Odyssey MLB Insider. The reason we're bringing Bob on, he wrote yesterday, the Phillies could be sleepers for Jordan Montgomery or Cody Bellinger. We've been saying, like, are the Phillies really done yet? Are they really done? Just waiting for the right opportunity. Yeah, I, I, I think they need another player. So we'll talk to Bob coming up uh, at about noon today. Excited for that. K-Cool in Northway. What's up, K-Cool? Hey, cool Yo, my guy. What's going on? Hey, what's K-Cool. On, what's man? up, buddy? Oh, uh, man, um... Listen, man, Joel, Hines, and B, man, whoever's beside you, whoever's your assistant, uh, the the person you go to for information, listen, man, you got to stop flopping. Yo, this dude flops every play. He he heightens his chances to get injured every time he plays. Like, I don't get it. Like, dude, you're 7'2", 7'1", 260, Either you're going to get fouled or you're going to make the basket. Like, why do you have to throw theatrics every time you play? Like, I feel as though it's like he just falls to the ground for, like, no reason. And when he falls, unfortunately, it's get, it's making things worse. I think he was taught that when he was young. Okay, cool, we appreciate it, to try to avoid injury, but I'm not sure it's actually worked the way they want it. 215-592-9494. We'll come back. A lot to get to. Shams, what did he say about Joel? What is the hope here and the reality of this surgery. And we'll get to the Eagles as well. Jalen Hurts, just about one year ago this week, played the game of his life. Is he still that guy? We'll discuss it all. 215-592-9494. For Midday Show, Sports Radio 94 WIP. Sick and tired of achy joints. Dread the idea of surgery. Yeah, me too. That's why I went to QC Kinetics. Now, y'all have heard me talk about this for the last couple weeks, man. And I tell you, it feels like every week my knees are getting better and better. I'm starting to run now on the treadmill because I'm, I'm still not running outside. But I run on the treadmill now. And I'm being more consistent in my running, you know, and it just feels good, man. It feels so good. I don't know if I'm going to do that that 5K or that marathon I was talking about, but it does feel better when I work out. This is not a Band-Aid. This is a revolutionary treatment that can get you back in the game. If you like to work out like I do, you need to go talk to my people at QC Kinetics. Your body already has what it needs to restore and repair itself, and QC Kinetics can make that happen for you. This is no drugs, no surgery, and no downtime. The future of pain treatment has arrived, and as QC Kinetics, hundreds of board-certified QC Kinetic providers have treated a ton of satisfied patients all over America, and if you get on right now, you can be one of them. Hip pain, back pain, any pain associated with arthritis or injury, give my friends a call at QC Kinetics at 215-999-3000, 215-999-3000. One more time, 215-999-3000. That's QC Kinetics. 
Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.